Welcome to the Pivot Podcast. Join us each week as we bring you something new. Interviews with experts and inspiring guests and panel discussions where we'll bring in diverse perspectives about trending business topics. Whether you're seeking inspiration or a way to reframe your future, we're glad you're joining us for this week's episode of Pivot. Welcome to the Pivot Podcast. My name is Alexandra Balistrieri, and I'm here with my Pivot Discovery co-founder and Pivot co-host, Kimberly Tilly. Today, we're profiling the Strengths Finder Winning Others Over, also known as the Woo Strength. As you may know, Strengths Finder is an assessment based on a 40-year study created by the Gallup Organization. If you're new to Strengths Finder, we encourage you to listen to our season two kickoff episode where we give an overview about why StrengthsFinder is such a powerful tool for personal and professional development. Today's strength is winning others over in the influencing domain. Strengths in this domain always seek to move others to action. This is an externally facing strength and people with the woo strength are known for their persuasive abilities. Winning others over ranks number 21 in the world population And as you all know, the same strength can be used very differently from one person to the next, and it can be influenced by their other strengths, their values, and so much more. And today we've brought together a panel, all of whom have this strength in their top five, to talk about how they use this strength in their daily lives. So starting with Vershali, could you please introduce yourself and share a little bit about who you are? Sure. So first off, thank you so much for inviting me onto your guys' uh, podcast. I'm super excited to be talking about Wu. Uh, my name is Vershali Sariwanshi. I live in San Francisco, California, um, and I am in the biopharmaceutical industry. And currently I'm in a sales position and predominantly my entire career, I've been mostly in sales. Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing. And Leah, how about you? Could you share a little bit about who you are? Hi, guys. Thanks again for having me on. Um, My name is Leah Garcia. I am um, actually currently living in Portland right now. I moved here uh, in December, but I'm originally from the Bay Area. um, And I also work for a biopharmaceutical company. Awesome. Thank you so much. And Allison, could you please introduce yourself? Hi there. Thanks so much for having me. This is really fun to be hanging out with some other woos on a Friday afternoon. Uh, my name is Allison Deborah Kerr. I live in San Francisco, but I'm originally from the East Coast. I work in biotech in a communications and engagement role. Alexander, could you tell us a little bit more about the woo strength? Sure. So woo stands for winning others over, and this strength is associated with being comfortable in social situations. People who have the woo strength are terrific at networking, breaking the ice between strangers, and building rapport with others. Thank you. So let me ask our guests, beginning with Leah, how does that description resonate with you? And when do you notice that you're using this strength? I actually, I love the definition for the woo. Um, I was actually reading it over today, and my favorite line was, In my world, there's no strangers, just people I haven't met yet, which I love. I do notice that I'm using the strength when I'm uh, tackling my interviews. So if I'm the interviewer, I tend to make the conversation light. Um, I don't really ask those crazy nine to five uh, hard questions where people might have like pauses or be super nervous. 
Um, I want to make sure that people feel comfortable. And I feel like you'll get to be able to find out who that true person is in a conversation setting versus uh, those difficult questions. You know, that really seems like a clever idea to me to ask questions that aren't necessarily the work traditional questions, because you really get to find out so much more about what the experience of working with somebody would be like if you're asking more uh, casual questions. Thank you so much, Leah. Allison, what about you? What did you think of the description that Alexandra gave and how does it resonate with you? When do you notice you're using it? Thanks, Kimberly. The description definitely resonates with me and I can think of lots of ways that I can feel the woo in my life. But one way that really stands out both personally and professionally is I feel like I just have this like sixth sense where I understand how certain people are going to like gel, whether it's with a new team or, you know, personally, like I actually have a couple examples in my personal life of just like knowing people would be great roommates, or maybe they'd really hit it off on a date or something like that. And it just makes sense to me. I make the connection and then boom, we have this like social magic. Same thing in the workplace, friends that are looking for rotations or jobs. I feel like I can help in that space because I understand like how they'll fit into a team dynamic um, and I can make that recommendation. And that feels good and exciting for me, very energizing. That's so neat. I'm always so envious of people who are easily able to read others and, and tell other things about them other than what they're outright stating. That's really cool, Allison. Thank you. For Sholly, what about you? What do you think about the strength definition? Yeah, I mean, same here. The For me, I think the strength definition is something that personally really resonates because I just feel like it's an a part of my innate personality. I mean, growing up uh, in elementary school, every report card comment that I had from a teacher was, your daughter is a social butterfly, always chatty. And so I think to me for the woo, it's just something where I just always want to find ways to connect with others. And, um, you know, I agree with like what both Leah and Allison have just shared. It's even on the professional side, you know, just having that innate ability to just assess how people's personalities might mesh, but just even knowing how to a, you know, really kind of chameleonize yourself to somebody else. So you know how to essentially just kind of win them over. Um, but it, it's just such a natural skill that I, I don't think it's even ever thought of um, when I think about it for myself. That's such an interesting point, Rashali, because a lot of times people find when they have a particular strength, they're surprised because it's something that they've known about themselves their whole lives. And sometimes even thought that it was a weakness because it hadn't been polished up, especially with communication and some of the influencing skills. So now that you're an adult and you're learning more about it, it probably feels a lot different. Yeah, I actually have a funny, I don't know if it's funny, but more a little bit on the personal side, I know you're going to ask that question also, but for many years, I was single. And I found that not that I was trying to lead the different guys I went on dates with, but I found that, especially here in San Francisco, I think it's just such a tech universe. And the personalities that fall into tech might be a little bit more introverted. And because I've because I naturally carry woo, my ability for conversation is just so natural. So it almost felt like I was 
giving mixed messages to some of these guys. Cause it felt like, wow, this girl just keeps, you know, engaging in conversation and asking questions all about me. Like there must be, she must be really interested, but it was just, no, I don't, I'm just having a casual, good conversation with someone doesn't mean that there's a connection there, <laughs> but it was just kind of funny to kind of see how that played out. Um, in, in terms of like a strength, uh, you know, being used. So <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> that is funny. I love that example. <laughs> so this group definitely uses the strength differently, but we see some common themes amongst you guys. Like you're all really great conversationalists. Um, you're really great connectors of people. And it sounds like many of you guys have this innate ability to just meet a different group of people and like figure out like how they're going to gel together. So Allison, when you think about this strength and how you've used it, how would you say the Wuth strength has benefited you either personally or professionally? I definitely think that the Wuth strength, I mean, it benefits me personally, um, but professionally, I, I have a role where I have no authority whatsoever over people, but I have to move gigantic projects across organizations. Um, so having Wu and getting people to come along on these journeys with me is, is really beneficial. Um, I can't imagine, like if I had to think about this, this piece of it, my, I think my job would be 10 times harder. So I, I really appreciate having the Wu in my, my work life for sure. Definitely. It sounds like it really benefits you if you're spanning across a big audience, which, which you currently are. Brashali, how about you? How would you say the Wu strength has benefited you either personally or professionally? So I'd say professionally, you know, being in sales, you know, I'm, I'm essentially walking into people's, you know, place of business, typically unannounced or maybe announced, but ultimately it's how am I building that connection with, you know, the customers that I'm calling on and building that rapport in order to influence them to essentially buy into um, the product that I'm selling. So I'd say on a day-to-day -day basis, it's definitely benefits me professionally. And then I've also held roles where similar to Allison, where I might not be selling something, but I'm in a position where I have to lead essentially without authority. And how do I use my woo to quickly establish uh, relationships and, and speed to trust with the skill of woo. So then I can, you know, essentially deliver upon whatever that business objective is. Definitely. And it sounds like you definitely have this ability to kind of influence and build this relationship with the people that you're talking to in sales. And Leah, how about you? How would you say the Wu strength has benefited you either personally or professionally? So yeah, kind of similar to what Versali and Allison said, I feel like professionally, it's definitely opened a lot of doors. Um, it provided me like to get new jobs, new positions. Um, I was able to do a rotation in a different uh, department. And it's just one of those things where you just never know um, what you're going to get when you strike up a conversation with someone. And that's something that I know we all as woos love, love to do. And then personally, I know this might sound kind of silly, but when I do talk to people, I feel like I expand my, my vocabulary to just learning certain things from them and like listening to how they speak. Um, and then also another little thing I'm going to throw in there too is, is personally, I'll like learn about different restaurants or places to go. I just moved up to Port Portland, like I said, and I made friends with the, the security guards up here and they've been giving me all these great things to do. Um, up here in Portland, like these great hiking spots or cool restaurants and bars. 
I love that, Leah. It's like when you have the woo, your network is endless. Like everyone, everyone is in your network and you can learn so much from them. That's, that really resonates with me. <laughs> right. Again. And it's like, in my world, there are no strangers, just people I haven't <laughs> met yet. <laughs> That's so true. Do you feel like that ability to have a connection and not be super shy or closed off to other people has helped make your personal move that much easier? Yeah, definitely. I mean, of course I was definitely nervous to move up here, but I feel, I feel like this woo in me, whether it be professional or personal has definitely allowed me to, to come up here make new friends, meet new people. And as I got up here, it wasn't as intimidating. Do you find that with just being woo is our innate you know, superpower, so to say that people just tend to gravitate towards you. Cause I, for me, I find not that today it's like, oh, we're just so popular, <laughs> but that it's just because we're a little bit more outgoing and really help break down people's guards, so to say, and make them feel comfortable in conversation that you just kind of, I don't know, just find that people gravitate towards you a little bit more. Yeah, I think definitely gravitate. And I feel, I feel like we do put off some really cool, good vibes. So people do tend to, to come to us and we get to show them our woo side. Yeah. I plus one that. And I think like a really specific way that it, it comes out for me is that I'm, I'm kind of like the group wrangler in all my friend groups, like Allison can do the wrangling, and, and people will kind of move around that. And that feels comfortable and good for me and good for everyone, for sure. You know, what's so funny is I just realized too, going off that, Allison, is if I were to look at my, my different friend groups, they're all so different and they all are, <laughs> they're just, you know what I mean? They're different friend groups. Not all of them know each other. Like they're just separate. They're in these different- Agreed. Right? Same, same. And it's been like that since I was a little kid. <laughs> Yeah. Hence the social butterfly in all of us. <laughs> One other thing I noticed about what Leah was saying is I was listening to a show the other day where they were talking about building rapport and different ways to do it. And one person was suggesting verbally mirroring people's language. And Leah, you mentioned that you just sort of naturally pick up on what other people are saying in their vocabulary. And it is a really quick way that's probably unconscious that probably all three of you use to quickly build rapport with people. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn the conversation a little bit and talk to you about underused and overused skills. So as an example, Wu may have been underused during the pandemic because there have been so many, so much limitation on our ability to go out and to meet new people and to socialize. But if Wu is overused, someone with this strength might appear fake or shallow. So Vershali, I'm going to turn it over to you now. Have you ever found you needed to manage your Wu strength? And if so, how do you do it? Yeah, I would say both in my personal and professional settings. Sometimes I forget that obviously everyone is not me. <laughs> and I say that in tongue in cheek in the sense that, you know, some of my colleagues or peers or even even my husband, he's, you know, more introverted. And sometimes I have this like I forget and I just kind of move so fast with this expectation of, well, like, come on, like let's just, you know go hang out with these people or let's just like get out on the dance floor or just whatever it might be. And, and like, try to throw those other people around me into this, 
onto the same speed, I guess, that I might be operating at. And I have to, that for me is like when I'm putting into overdrive and I have to just kind of pause and remember and remind myself that I can't put that same level of expectation on another person because their personality may be on a total opposite spectrum of like being more introverted than I am, or just maybe processing differently than I am. So I would say it's something that I, you know, try to keep myself in check with to not have it in overdrive, if that makes sense. No, definitely. I understand what you're saying. Like you want to include them. You kind of want to get them out of their comfort zone, but that enthusiasm could maybe just like push them further away or make them want to retreat. So that's totally understandable. Leah, how about you? Have you ever found that you needed to manage your root strength? And if so, how do you do it? So I just want to go back to to what Kimberly said about the pandemic making it, it difficult as a woo leader. Um, I'm just going to plus one that I, I moved to a new team over uh, the quarantine and it's just been so hard for me to connect with people over uh, a computer screen versus in real life. So that's one thing that I, I'm really excited for once, uh, once COVID is finished. But I have seen myself manage the woo, the professional setting, just by even things where I'll have a whole bunch of meetings during that day, or even just with the new team trying to get to know new team members. And then I'll realize that I've used up the first 10 or 15 minutes of the meeting, just catching up or chatting with that person, which obviously doesn't leave enough time uh, for the end or for to actually discuss what we needed to discuss. So I find myself either going back and forth in email or having to set up a new time. So I try to remember during those days to kind of just tone down my, my woo a little bit. So then that way, uh, we can get to get to do what we need to do. Totally. It sounds like, you know, you're trying to make that connection. You're trying to build a relationship, especially like when you're jumping in to meeting all these new people and being in our new team. But you also have to remember that there is a finite amount of time and you're trying to get your work done. So that makes sense. Allison, how about you? Have you ever found that you need to manage your woo strength? And if so, how do you do it? Yes, plus one to everything Rishali and Leah said. And Alexandra, you could probably tell me <laughs> how I'm uh, taking up half of our meetings with talking to you about personal <laughs> things instead of doing the work that we need to move forward. It's so I much am... fun, though. It's so necessary. <laughs> <laughs> I am guilty as charged with that. Um, once I start kind of the social clock ticking, it's really hard to turn it off. But actually an interesting place or a kind of a nuance that I feel like really comes out for me with the woo is part of my woo is like just deeply caring about other people having a good time or, you know, liking whatever it is that I'm delivering. So I can actually get really frozen in my woo sometimes if I'm too in my head about worrying about people's expectations. So I notice sometimes that I need to like dial that back a little bit internally in order to move projects forward. Could we go around the room and share a tip for people who don't have woo in their top five? Allison, can we start with you this time? Yeah, um, I think what's a good tip? A good tip is not to overthink it. Um, I think like it sounds like all the strengths are kind of like this, but but woo as a social strength, it's really just connecting with people. So just being yourself and kind of opening up yourself to really hearing or observing someone else will really bring out that kind of natural woo that I'm sure everybody has at least a little bit of. 
I like that. It's um, for people who have a lot of social anxiety. It's, you know, if you can, if you can manage to focus on the other person, it does alleviate that. That's a really great tip. Leah, what about you? What's a tip you would suggest? So I, I'm going to plus one again with Allison. I, I think definitely letting it flow and just being your true authentic self is just a great tip. And then I would also say being a really good listener, just really listening to that person and being able to, to grab those things that they're saying and, you know, ask follow-up questions or, you know, maybe it's things that you're actually really interested in too. And so you can provide things that you've done relating to, to what this person's saying. I love that perspective. For Shali, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I definitely agree with both Allison and Leah. Um, And I would just say, I mean, I think it boils down to, yes, be your authentic self, but as you're engaging in conversation with the other person, make, take a genuine interest in what they're saying and it will just naturally flow, you know, exactly what Leah and um, Allison just mentioned. And don't worry about feeling judged. I think Allison, you were talking about, you know, don't overthink it. I mean, I think a lot of times, sometimes people who maybe not have woo in their top five strengths, see other people who do have the woo and might be like, wow, how are they so natural at this? Like agreed with, you know, the comments before don't overthink it. And don't worry about feeling like anyone is judging you when you are truly your authentic self. I think we all tend to focus on ourselves and think other people are focused on us more than they actually are. Most people are focused internally. So great tip. And I really like the words that all three of you guys have used during this last question about authenticity and being really genuine here. Our guests today have been Vershali Suryawanchi, Allison Debrecare, and Leah Garcia. Check out our show notes to learn more. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That's a wrap for season two of the Pivot Podcast. We want to let you know it'll be silent on our end for a little while, but we're just taking a short break to gear up for season three. Thanks again for tuning in each week. We appreciate your support and look forward to bringing you some new episodes soon. In the meantime, please do connect with us on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. We love interacting with our listeners. Until then, stay safe and healthy.